big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Fill in the blank. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Hello, Ayana. Hey, Kayla. How are you? I'm doing good. That's good. Fantabulous. I love that. Yeah. I love that for you. I'm in a very good place. That's so good. I feel refreshed. That's good. I feel just in general like I have a lot more clarity Mm -hmm. when it comes to just things in my life Mm -hmm. and what I need to work on yeah what I should be addressing in this period of my life and Mm -hmm. I think it's good yeah I'm excited for myself yeah I'm excited for you I feel like you have the space to be you I have the space to be me yeah and to relearn who I am because I was telling you I like I I don't know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know who I am, mm-hmm. but like I have to relearn my habits and stuff. I, I told you I was talking to Natalie and I was telling her, oh yeah, cause I have a habit of doing this, this and this. And Natalie was like, you don't do that. Yeah. And I was like, oh wait, you're right. I don't do that anymore. Like past me used to do that. So now I have to like relearn who you are at who this I stage. am at this stage. Yeah. I know who I want to be and like, I know my desires and and what interests me now but overall i just want good things around me i want positive things that will challenge me and just like help me when i say relearning myself i realize i'm a lot more extroverted now Mm -hmm. i well i think i think the reason why i was really introverted is because number one quarantine really messed me up and i started to enjoy my space a little bit too much yeah and then um (laughs) sorry (laughs) I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's why I started laughing at myself. Uh, but yeah, quarantine and fuck, what was the other one? <laughs> oh, and I was broke. Mm-hmm. I was broke. I mean, you're experiencing that mm-hmm. to some degree mm-hmm. now. It's like you don't want, you don't need to spend the money. You don't want to spend the money. Um, I just didn't have money to do things. Yeah. Now I have a little money to do, stuff. and I want to do everything. Yeah. And I need friends who also have time to do everything Mm -hmm. because y'all are busy as hell yeah it's that season i just have more space i mean more time and space yeah you said both (laughs) both. (laughs) yeah i feel like i'm just in a in a weird yeah you're in a transition you're in a very transition it's a good thing because i know what the benefits will be yes like where the direction that is going for me but it's just very strange for me. Like every time I come back, like to going to work after having my entire summer off and being able to have like autonomy over my time mm. and my schedule. And then it goes into me having to like go based off of the schedule that somebody else has given me. This is the reason why I've always known, like you I don't need do a traditional job yeah. Yeah. because it aggravates the mess out of me i like being able to say like okay this is going to be my time dedicated to this Mm -hmm. and and to this but being at work and them telling me it's draining it is so draining for me that part is really hard so i feel like i'm just in a space where i'm trying to like figure out how to prioritize like what we were talking about before we started recording like i need to be able to 
prioritize my time Mm -hmm. and manage it very, very good Mm -hmm. so that I can have the space for other stuff. And then also to be more like gentle with myself and forgiving if there's times that I can't do things. And that's the part that's hard for me because I want to like say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And I have to realize like you can't say yes to everything. Like Mm -hmm. especially right now, you just you can't do that. Like you have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. That's the hardest part about being an adult, I think, is always trying to find the balance in anything that you do. So I'm always trying to (laughs) find the balance between being like self-critical, but also giving myself the grace. Mm -hmm. And that's always been something that I struggled with. Like either I'm going a little bit too hard on myself and I get discouraged or I think I'm the shit and I can't smell my own booty hole. So it's just like one or the other, one one extreme or the other, other. one or the other. Um, But as I get older, I realize I'm getting a little bit better with it and I'm finding the balance a little bit more. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think that I'll figure it out. This is going to force me. It's going to be kind of like make or break. Like, I, I mean, and I know that it'll be a make. Yeah. You're not I just have that. to get very structured and I, I don't that's like that. That's hard to do. It's hard <laughs> I don't to do. like it. Maybe you should start. So when I was in school, I did like a whole sticky note calendar. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is it takes time to like just do the calendar itself. Mm-hmm. But like a whole entire sticky note, because ca- you have the room in here. If you yeah. do a full sticky note calendar mm-hmm. and you'll know each day what you need to do and you can keep filling it with like different things. I like that. That's my next, like we said that after we finished the living room, Let that this you. would be the space. Yeah. No, I'm saying like sometime this week let me help you make yes. a sticky note calendar for the next that. two to three months i love that and then we can just go ahead and like put on each one I love but- that. you know that's like my my love language when my friends are like i'm an acts of service person yeah. that's one of my love languages so when people tell me that they'll show up for me and help I me would do love something to help you do that <sighs> i think so Don't make me cry so i re- in my mind i told you like i've been wanting to do a lot more things but in my mind, I was just like, well, I want to go out. I want to like eat. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I need to, I'm going to meet you where you are. And I think I'm, I want to do that. Thank you. Okay. Don't cry. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, but that helps a lot. Cause yeah. there's times I want to do stuff when you say stuff, you you like when oysters on Wednesday and I have that class on Wednesday, I'm literally in the house. Like, do you have it every Wednesday? Every Wednesday oh, for two and a half hours. See? I had one. So that's why when you said Wednesday, I'm like, dang. I was about to say we could do Thursdays, but you have to do it by like, I think six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd be down for that too. I'd be down. If you do want to. I want some oysters. (laughs) Oysters make everything better. They do make everything better. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you know a lot of people were like really gravitating toward the fact that like, because I just did a reel talking about my ADHD and how I have food uh, fixations. Uh And I feel like that's another little arena that I can explore more, kind of posting more about my ADHD because a lot of people seem to really relate to that. Yes. I think that I I was just talking about this at work. One of my coworkers called me out about me having ADHD. (laughs) She was like, everybody in this room must have ADHD. I said, ooh. That's me. <laughs> like because I was the one that started the distraction. Like we were all talking about something. I said, "So, what I about mean, you see how we struggle in this day I podcast. know. We've been I going know. taking all types of detours. I know. It's really hard. And but, then it's hard to come back to them. And we look at Ariel, what uh help help? Yeah, Ariel help. doesn't have ADHD. So she helps us stay on track. <laughs> <laughs> Not the eye twitch. Yeah. And with that, I guess it's time for us to move into the topic. Yes. So do you want to read it? Yes. So uh we're about to read one of our submissions on our <laughs> <laughs> on our uh what do you call this thing? 
like our Google viewers form. submission. Yeah, our our listener submission. We're gonna listen to. Uh, we're gonna read out a listener submission. It's your chance to fill in the blank. Yeah, so see what we did there, (laughs) right? So if you all don't know, or if you didn't listen to the previous episode where we first introduced it, explained it, and all of that, we are doing listener submissions now. You can find it on our Instagram and our link tree, and you can submit a scenario, anything that you're going through, or if you need advice about something, and then we will take the space and the time Mm -hmm. to be able to talk about those fill in the blanks on the episode. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. I moved to a city alone, away from friends and family for a job. The first two years have been great, but now I'm missing my family and friends back home, even though I have made some here in my new town. What would you do in this situation? I've actually been in this situation several times. I think that this is a great question for you to kick it off with. (laughs) I So for those of you who don't know, I'm actually from Atlanta, Georgia, Um, I've always wanted to move away from home since I was in, I've always said middle school. It's always been for me, just like this ideal, that was okay. Aerial space just then it was like very focused. (laughs) Um, I've just always wanted, it's, it's just been an escape for me. Like I I don't want to be here. I can't be here. I don't like none of these people. I'm ready to go type Mm -hmm. of thing. So as soon as I graduated from college, I, within a month was like, I'm moving. Mm -hmm. Well, before then I planned on it. But within a month I did move and I moved to Boston mm-hmm. and then I ended up living in Rhode Island mm-hmm. where I met my friends Meredith and Kimberly. Mm-hmm. I went to Can- not Cancun. Where did I go? Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic <laughs> with them. Thank you. See, two brains is always nice. Oh um, and then I moved after living there for two years, I moved here to Chicago. Yeah. And I've been here now for about two years. Okay. Which is why I think I also started getting the itch and I was uh-huh. like, I'm ready to go. I'm yep. ready to go. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I so I've experienced it multiple times. Right. Um, and there's always this point in time. Well, at first I didn't care about, I love people back home, but I, it just wasn't on my radar. But after some time, I realized I was getting very, very homesick, mm-hmm. especially during quarantine. I realized how much I needed kind of that, that foundational uh, group of people in my life, like mm-hmm. my parents and my two best friends from back home who I've known for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that can touch those kind of relationships because mm-hmm. they're just like, they're just different. Yeah. They're just different. Yeah. Even though I have like you guys and Natalie, mm-hmm. I'm homesick right now. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to go home. Yeah. So, I mean, I told you I've been trying to go home for a while Yeah, to just spend time there and kind of refresh because mm-hmm. that's a different kind of refresh. It is. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, if you can... Try to go home for even just a weekend. It's been helpful for me, but also a lot of FaceTiming. I don't like FaceTiming though. It's just not the same. <laughs> it's, it's just really it not. don't hit the same. It don't it's having that same. like in person connection. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, I guess just to like expand on the topic, what do you feel like is grounding you to like still be to in, yeah to stay here or just to stay away from being going back home? It's been really my logic because my emotions are like pulling me there, Mm -hmm. of course. But my logic is like, Ayanna, you have responsibilities here. You can't just up and leave, Mm -hmm. which usually I think to me would feel like a trap. Like I would feel trapped, but instead, like to me, it feels like an investment. So I'm like investing time here because Mm -hmm. I have to be here right now. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Yeah. It won't always be like that. Right. But, um, I've realized if I pour more into the relationships I have here, Mm -hmm. then they may not come close to the ones at home, but Mm -hmm. they're still fulfilling for me. Yeah. So that's been 
that's been something I've actually been currently learning just yeah. because like I also I have the itch. Yeah. Like I want to I want to I can home. get that. And yeah. I've never been in that situation before. Um I've always been on the opposite end of like having my people like move away from me. Oh yeah. That's been the thing that's been What is that like? Cuz I I always wonder what it's actually like for like Anna and Bree, especially to see me like make new friends. And at mm-hmm. first I know that there was some friction there with me and Anna cuz mm-hmm. Anna's very much like who these people? Right, who, territorial. Who was that? Yeah. And I understood it cuz she was like very protective yeah but um how is that i mean that and it's so funny because that's how my best friend miranda is she's mm-hmm. the territorial friend like out of all of my friends and we've been friends since high school so mm-hmm. she's known me for a really long time and she's the one like who what <laughs> who is that who this woman she's the one that gets met like i was in the starbucks line maybe about two weeks ago and I was paying for Starbucks like with the app on my phone and the girl was like, oh my gosh, like we have the phone, same phone case. We're twins. And I have Miranda on my like my car speaker. She said, girl, that's not your twin. She said, who was that? I was like, Miranda, you're embarrassing me. But I think it feels like it's it's been hard for me. So like Ariel and I, this has been the first time we've been back in the same city living in this like it's been for a while now but yeah. like since high school oh wow like after yeah when we went away to college like she went to college in virginia first and then she went to texas and mm-hmm. i was still in illinois so it was rare that we saw each other and we just used to do a lot of like facetime dates all the time like me and ariel would do like literally like date nights on facetime and we would be like we would That's get our so wine cute. and we would sit and talk with each other and whatnot so it it almost felt like that she wasn't away. Yeah. Like we kind of created a norm in our friendship with that. us being away from each other. Um, but with some of my other friendships, because I do have people that I grew really close to, especially in college mm-hmm. that moved away. So Chartise is one of them. You met Chartise. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one. They have similar names, Shantis. Mm-hmm. And she also lives in texas they both moved to texas and then i have another friend from college i was really close with her name was me her name is nia and she moved to texas as well so all of my friends from college up and moved to texas so that was kind of hard for me because uh, especially with um me and Chartiste like reconnected our friendship when she was just about to move away. It was like in the middle of the pandemic. But yeah, but me and Chartiste, like before she left to Texas, I was with her every single day. Mm. And so it was really difficult for me when she left. And I I got why she wanted to go. Mm. But then I was also like, don't leave like <laughs> and it, it I think it makes it really difficult when you're not in the position necessarily to like up in yeah. and take trips to see your friend all the yeah. time it's like you just have to and if you're not the type of person that wants to like you were saying like you don't want to FaceTime all the time I feel like that's kind of how our relationship is like we don't talk all the time but it's always like you know we know what do, it though. is yeah, like you know, that's me I know that I know that she's one of my main girls yeah. like we every time we do talk, it's like we never missed a beat. Yeah. So she just surprised me and came home. Um, that was like a few weeks ago that she was here mm-hmm. and I got to see her and I was just like, oh my gosh. But now she's about to move back to Chicago. Oh, so I, love that. I know. So that's just so crazy. But it's hard. Like it is hard. and it made it difficult for me because it made me feel like 
I didn't have friends. Like yeah. I felt for a long time, like I don't have friends because all of my friends. That's what Anna was saying. Yeah, Anna said she felt exactly that way too. Because mm-hmm. um, I know. Well, so I for in the beginning, Anna was the one who couldn't just like up and come see me. Now it's Bree. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, Anna and they normally don't come see me with with just like one or the other. Right. It always has to be both of them. Right. But Anna had to come just by herself. Yeah. And I think that was the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Um, and she was saying like how she wanted to come again. She's like, but I can't, I can't do it without Brie this time. Cause Brie's yeah. gonna be just left out. Yeah. Um, and it I don't know, it hurts my heart. And I'm like, I have to come see you guys. But I've missed I missed basically Noah growing up, still missing Noah growing up. Yeah. Kalia, I haven't I mean Brie's new baby. I haven't seen that baby. Yeah. I've only seen her through FaceTime. She's so cute. She is cute. <laughs> She's so cute. And I feel like it's happening again. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw Noah, Noah was one. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird. That part is hard to miss out on just like little moments. And it's been, I I think that that's kind of like the transition, like where you, you kind of decide like how serious this friendship is to you. You know, that like, even if you are missing out in person Mm -hmm. on certain little moments to know that like you have the type of bond that's going to sustain, you know, to be able to keep up with different things that are going on even if it's not going to be all the time like yeah. you like and i think you have different friendships that require different things Agreed. you know so Agreed. like i know with, some of my friendships wouldn't last like being long distance yeah yeah i just know i just know what that just mm-hmm. because of how we are it just wouldn't last yeah you definitely have to like decide how yeah. it's gonna work yeah. and i think like with for example i keep talking about shantice but like it's because of before she left, we did everything together. She used to basically live That's in my lot. live in my house. That's an absence. Yeah. So we went and I remember at the beginning I had to tell her when she first moved away, I was like, I feel like we aren't talking as much as we need yeah. to. But that it was just a transition period mm-hmm. of me learning, like, okay, we are not in the same city, so we might not talk as much yeah. as what we did before. Yeah. But knowing that that bond is still present, I think it's just about like knowing how much you value that person in your life. Agreed. I agree. So what would you do in this person's situation? Honestly, like there's not, there's really, there's, you have very few options. I know that sounds so pessimistic, but it's like either you go home for a little bit. If your job allows, it'd be nice if you could stay even longer than a weekend, but you go there, you get refreshed, you come back. Mm -hmm. Um, It's life gets in the way of you just like being able to go home like PTO. Mm -hmm. PTO always gets in my way. I'm a working woman, a nine to five working woman, which I don't want to be. Right. But I am because I got to pay my bills. Okay. (laughs) Amen. Hello. Um, But that and like your friends could come see you, but even still, it's not. I mean, people don't have the funds to just like up and come to a trip or you can plan learn long term. But sometimes that it's not helpful when you're in a space where you're like, I want to I need to refresh now. Like yeah. I miss my family. I'm like my now. Friends. Yeah. Um, and I know there was a long a, a few years where I only saw my friends and family from back home once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was during Christmas. Yeah. Christmas was always, always my time. I would save enough PTO every single year to take off a good week to two weeks mm-hmm. and then just go there spend a lot of time there yeah and i really looked forward to that yeah i think it also did like it depends on what's tying you to that place like and that's the conversation that i have with both of my friends that are Mm -hmm. in texas and i ask them like 
what's keeping you there. Like if you're like, saying you that, yeah, if you're saying that you miss being home so much with your family and your friends, mm-hmm. like, do you still have purpose? Like has, has that space served its purpose mm-hmm. already? If it has not, and you feel like there's still more for you to do in that space, then you, it is like up to you, you to determine how you're going to maneuver that. Mm-hmm. But if not, if it's not no longer serving you, mm-hmm. then like, don't tie yourself somewhere that you don't necessarily feel like you need to be. I agree. I had to ask that question to myself. I think once the divorce started to happen, I was like, am I supposed to be here or not? Cause at that point it's like, Jared was the only thing holding me here. And then our podcast happened. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this is enough for me to stay in Chicago as much as I don't like it here. I'm like, (laughs) I have to, I I have to stay. This is something I have to see through and just push through with. Um, but I also don't want to go back home. So it's like, if I left Chicago, I probably just end up moving somewhere. To else. another city. To another city and start <laughs> I think you just need, like, from how you talk about it, it seems like you just need um, time, like, more frequent times to go home and to get that Same. that interaction with your friends. Yeah. Um, so that you can kind of, like, have that fulfillment in that area. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's definitely this, uh, this thing of just wanting to go back home. It's just... FOMO, really. Mm-hmm. I I do I am missing things in my friends' lives, and it's breaking my heart. I mm-hmm. want to be there. I want to be present for it, not just like watch from afar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that sucks. Even with my parents, like stuff going on in their lives, and I don't get to like see it firsthand. Um, but I, other than that, there's nothing that like <laughs> I still don't want to go back home. Yeah, like, I don't want I don't want to live there. Mm-hmm. Like there was a reason why you. You had that feeling to middle school. Right. (laughs) So it's just that just might not be the actual space for you, like the city that you'll ever live in. But it might become a point in your life Mm -hmm. where you can travel more frequently and it won't be such a big deal about that, you know, and you'll be able to go home like maybe every month you get to go home. And you get to have that time to and be with be them. And that would be so ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not even every month. I think if I just could go like once every two months, I'd be satisfied with that. Yeah. But um, I feel like that's more than possible, especially like yeah. as like as your career begins to grow and mm-hmm. fi- finances become to the point where it's not like a, oh, I have to see if I can or cannot. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that is definitely doable for every two months for you to be able to, yeah. to pop in. I hope so. Yeah. I definitely want to. That's um, why we going to grind and this podcast going to do right. Y'all going to stop talking about us and we going to do right. And then if you get to the point where you have like, autonomy over your schedule oh my god that's the like that is enough bro we could we could do whole like vlogs on us traveling yeah that's the type of like that is the life i envision for myself is that what you're talking about like having autonomy to say like and to be able to work from different spaces because anything could be content anything could be like everything is content everything is content (laughs) don't forget to feel it don't forget to Okay. I'm so weak. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that that concept of FOMO is it's is real. such a huge part of what like and even on the reverse side of me like watching my friends from afar mm. in different I'm at home and watching them from afar do their thing and then yeah. grow into like better people and seeing them level up and feeling like I have like not a front row seat like I would want to have. Mm -hmm. That part is difficult on the outside looking in. Like I fear that I'm missing out on important moments in their life. You know, in their life. Like it and I think it's just a part of growing up. And when I think about it, I think about like just 
when I was growing up, like my family, we're kind of like my immediate family on my mom's side. They were the ones who made that decision. Like all of my mom's side of the family is from Mississippi. Mm -hmm. They all still live in Jackson. Mm -hmm. So my papa and my Nana, they moved here to Chicago. So they were away from all of their family. And my mom was away from all of her close relatives Mm. and they would just go down there every summer Mm. so they were kind of like the people who were just like like we don't want to be here anymore we love y'all and we want to be with y'all but like this is not the space that we see ourselves growing in and they went to a different city space is too cramped for me now yeah i'm growing past Uh uh-huh yeah and i think it's just important to like we were just saying to set aside the time when you can to be a, if you feel like you need to be someplace else that's fine mm-hmm. you can be in that other space but just setting aside the time to make sure that you still are able to connect with your family Agreed. friends and all of that on a consistent enough basis that it doesn't feel so draining mm-hmm. like you're just missing out on so much you know i agree i agree i remember when i did first move out my parents were trying to like dedicate every Sunday I need to call them and mm-hmm. that got to be really draining now I call my parents uh just because and I'll be like what, what'd you do yeah where you at mm-hmm. and I'll be looking at location I see you because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stalker but um anyways yeah yeah uh but a little little tidbit little advice from someone who uh has experienced that and from the other side i will say it was really interesting hearing your perspective because i've never really asked anna and Bree that but i've always been curious about it yeah and it probably hurts for them too just like Mm -hmm. in a different kind of way you Mm -hmm. know like they're at home but then it's like dang like i want to do things with my friend that's not here you know yeah it's a it's a difficult and very delicate balance. That's why, like, when Chartiste came in town, you saw, like, I was literally bawling my eyes out. I hadn't seen her in, like, four years. Wow. So it was just crazy to be able to, you know, to have that moment. Yeah. But it's, it's just a reminder. I think that those things really remind you of how strong your bonds are with certain people that, like, when you connect with them and you're able to I see agree. them. And, both like, all of my friends that live in Texas, I don't get to talk to them very often because our schedules are all so crazy but like when we do get to talk and when we do see each other it's just like like we haven't missed a beat like my views haven't changed like you're still the same person that i thought of you as then as as i do now you know yeah so i think that's just a level of comfort there i know Oh my God, just being around Anna and Brie, I don't even have to say anything. I really don't even have to do anything. Just like being around them feels Mm -hmm. refreshing enough. Yeah. They just feel like home. Yeah. I mean, they are home. Yeah. They're your friends that you've had for a very long time. Very long time. Those kind of friendships are not easy to come by. They're not easy to maintain in the beginning. Yeah. There's always like this period where you have to push through. Mm -hmm. um, And it's always like a life transition in someone's life. Yeah. And once, but once you push through a couple of those, like you're solidified. Yeah, most definitely. I think that that really showcases. And I think that um, it's also important to know that like you'll have different friendships that pop up in your life Mm -hmm. that, will be tidbits of like, oh, this is this is also somebody that I can like really put my trust into. Mm-hmm. Like they know this this piece of me very, very well. That's how I feel about you and Natalie and Raven. Mm-hmm. With each of you, it's like 
a different connection though and so mm-hmm. i get like a different need from every single one of you guys yeah so i know when i need like a specific thing i know who to go to mm-hmm. um so i will say like the com- combination of like the three of you guys you guys make me feel at home yeah mm-hmm. i'm happy that that's the case because i like we talked about and i think we even talked about this on the first episode of the podcast just mm-hmm. like how important it was, I'll speak for myself, like in my life that you came when you did, because that's when I was praying for aligned friendships. Yeah. Like I was praying for, to be friends with people that were like me. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to like cultivate that type of friendship and for us to click like we did, like mm-hmm. the first time we hung out, I was like, oh, like this is my kind of girl. Like yeah. this is somebody I could see myself having a like a long-term friendship with but yeah. you know it it definitely it, it takes time for it to like build up to the point like you know the type of friendships okay. where it's like solidified like we've been through the rain and the storms together yeah. and we know nothing's changing like i don't i see and i feel like we're definitely gonna get there mm-hmm. but we still have like a lot more investments to do mm-hmm. and i'm okay with that me too i'm excited for the me too because yeah. like like we were just talking about just like the seasons of we both went through very turbulent seasons this like year, back boy, to back whooping our so and i mean not to say that like life is not gonna life just but, in general but, but there like, yeah it might be like a season where Things are more stable. And then those kind of things that we're both looking for. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go do this. I feel like during the summertime, that's when we like yeah. pick up because I'm, I'm able to do stuff. I'm like, let's go. And then when I go back to work, I'll be like, I can't do nothing. <laughs> Life is like that. You'll be so drained. I feel I be feeling so bad, Kayla. I'm like, mm. you know, I can't even, I can't, I can't call Kayla to ask her to go because I know she's tired. No, you can always tired. ask me. I just need like heads up. Like, when, at this phase, I just need like we gotta schedule stuff. Yes, I think that's okay, and I hate that, but it's I okay. hate that too. I but hate that. That's gonna be out of our comfort zone. But I know. It's just gonna be something. We gotta yeah, do. it's something we gotta do. It's about putting the it's investment and in time into friendships. Yep. Gotta sow that money. Okay. You know, help that seed grow. All right. Okay, we're gonna move on mm-hmm. to fill of the week. Fill of the week. So uh-huh. we actually been watching stuff. Well, Yay! at least something well, we've been watching. Something. Yeah. Okay. So um, we're going to move on to fill of the week. So you said that you had something that you wanted to wanted to talk about that you dived into after. Yeah. I know. So when we talked about Chloe and Hallie, you had like a lot of background information that I didn't quite have because mm-hmm. um, you watched their tea times and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found this whole page dedicated to them on TikTok and I was just scrolling, watching like their interviews, their tea times, like yeah. their lives. Um, and I actually still think that Chloe's being her authentic self. Yeah. You, especially after watching her stuff. I think because she is, I won't say she's more timid than her sister, but she's just a lot more, what's the word? Her sister's like, I'll fight you. And yes. she's, she's just a little bit more like, oh, like. She's like very sensitive. It seems like, like she's, and, and. Not because I know people take sensitive as a negative word. First mm-hmm. of all, it's not negative. It's not bad to be sensitive, but she is like, she's an emotional person. She's an empath. Yeah. I she can is. tell she's an empath. And Hallie be sitting there like, she, oh my God, did you watch the one that I sent you? Mm-hmm. Where that I saw that. I watched that live. I watched it live when, <laughs> when 
it was happening. It was so bad. Yeah. But I think because like they're so different in that aspect, people would think that like because Chloe is that way in an empath, she wouldn't be comfortable enough to like be that sexy but i saw sexy elements of her beforehand yeah um i mean she likes to express herself in that way i think that is her i think that she finds it empowering and like yeah i i've seen her talk about this before like because i think it was when she got a whole bunch of backlash at, at some point about oh i think i think it was the performance she did for um uh, she did a performance on one of the morning shows. She did a uh, a, a remake of Feeling Good. Mm-hmm. Um, and people slaughtered her about it because it was mm-hmm. like really sexy. Yeah. And she was just talking about kind of what it what it took for her to get to this point. Yeah. Like to build up the confidence so to she's be proud. outwardly sexy. Yeah. Because she struggled with that and she hasn't embraced her body for I such a long it. time. And so I think that when people are saying that she is extra, and I see that because it is a lot sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think that it's her like at this stage of her life, like where she's still young and she's still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's her really like, I don't want to say convincing herself, but mm-hmm. like building that that confidence up inside of herself. And that's something that makes her feel that way. You know, mm, I disagree. What do you think? I think I still just think that's like that's a part of her. I understand it to a certain degree because like I'm going through this phase of my life where and I can talk about this more in the next episode because I, I think it's a part of it anyways. But I'm going through this phase of, of my life where I'm relearning myself and just a lot more confident in myself than I was before and I find myself wanting to like do sexy things mm-hmm. and like post certain pictures but then of course I think about the backlash and I'm like I can't do that mm-hmm. um and so I don't do it but she's in a position where she's like well I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. I feel this way so I'm gonna do it and mm-hmm. that's it yeah I don't think she's gonna calm down I, I, I don't think she's necessarily going to calm down, but I think it's going to be refined. Mm, I see if you, you get mean. what I mean. I like, see what you mean. I, I think that it's just like some... It's not going to be oversaturation. Sometimes it comes off like... You could tell when things are very authentic versus mm-hmm. when it's like some like almost like performance. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it does come off a little performative with mm-hmm. her. But I think that this is part of her personality. I don't think yeah. she's going to stop. I but know. I think that it's going to be more refined where it'll be more digestible. I agree. That's what I I, I think she see. at least should get to a point to where it's more digestible. Yeah. But she's so young. She like, is she, very young. Like, imagine she if you were young. in the spotlight. She's what? Like 23, 24? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, yeah, like 24. She's a baby. She's a baby. I think she'll. it'll probably hopefully get a little bit more refined probably within the next two years because mm-hmm. she's 24 she's gonna find 26. her stride yeah, yeah and she's gonna find what her what her image is like as also as a solo artist because yeah. at first she had her and her sister so it was always a polarized and, but she was always the one that that did a little more hallie has she's always just been a little extra. more that's just even her. when you watch them perform like she's just a lot more theatrical to her voice too mm-hmm. and hallie's just a lot more like calm with it mm-hmm. she gets and i like very, that balance when is her birthday she how it just gives me very strong like Taurus vibes or aries vibes she's an aries uh-huh. what do you think that chloe is fuck if i know <laughs> she's a cancer i don't That's, know what that means she's a water sign water signs are really emotional oh really yeah so she's that's why she's super like, you're crying. I'm going 
gonna cry. Oh, like that's where that's that comes literally from. her. I um I I didn't know much about horoscopes until I moved here, and I think I've just been paying attention more to like the people in my life and what what their uh, sign is. Mm-hmm. And I've 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 never had a cancer in my life. Really? I think the only signs I've really had are Sagittarius. Uh, not both of y'all. They both Sagittarius. See what I tell you, Sagittarius. Now Scorpios are coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> I don't know what the yeah! fuck is going on. Scorpios coming out of the woodwork. Um, Aries, Taurus, and that's just about it. What What are Anna and Bree's signs? I actually don't know. I'm gonna ask him. Hopefully, we do can you get a- know what month are their birthdays in? Look, don't ask me. <laughs> I promise, I promise that doesn't mean we gonna edit that out. Don't worry. I promise that doesn't mean I'm a bad friend. I just am so bad with dates. Remembering dates. That's why I said what month. That's why I didn't ask you today. I'm trying to think. Anna's in June and Breeze is in December. Breeze is definitely in December. She's a Sagittarius. Because hers is near uh, Christmas. Sagittarius. Or Capricorn. Yeah. And Anna's a Taurus. What I tell you? What I tell you? What I tell you? Taurus, Aries, Sagittarius, uh, and now Scorpios. And now Scorpios. I've always attracted Tauruses. Ooh. Aries are now, Ooh. I don't know. Because I'm out. Um, Sag. <laughs> um, I've also had like close relationship with Pisces. When is Pisces? March. My father is a Pisces. I know a few, but I'm not close to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I get I get along with Pisces. Um, but that's isn't that crazy though? Yeah. You should just start paying attention to the people in your life and see what I always ask. Is. But I, I noticed that a lot of times well, it's kind of transitioned a little bit now, but like when I was younger, a lot of times I would attract people that were more of the type of signs that are more blunt. Yeah. Like and but I think still even like now. Aries. But yeah, because Ariel, Ariel's blunt as hell. I but I used to be so much more soft spoken than what I am now. Yeah. So all of my friends felt very like. Oh, um, that's pulled this. Uh, 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 that's pulled something out of you, though. Yeah, right? yeah. My friends were very protective over me for a long time, yeah. where they would they would speak for me. Oh yeah, and be like, "You want? Do you want it? Like we could we could go there. Like <laughs> what's up?" And I'd just be sitting in the background, like, "Uh, yes." <laughs> what they said that's funny <laughs> but yeah it is really interesting when you see but like the our sagis fire signs yeah oh really fire signs because marcus is an aries he's oh, a fire wow. sign wow yeah all the people in my life it yeah. just fits within those categories mm-hmm. it's funny so um, yeah. yeah and my mom was a taurus so wow yeah I've had a lot of like tourist besties over the years. And I only have my my best friend, Miranda. She's a Scorpio Mm -hmm. like me. Our birthdays are exactly a week apart. So, dude, I know so many Scorpios now. Yeah, I know at least four. We're the best. And y'all came within my came in my life within the last year. That's crazy. I didn't have any Scorpio. And maybe that's something that I need in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. What? <laughs> no, for real that's though. What we do. <laughs> no, for real. Though. I'm like, what is it about you guys that I need right now? Though? I don't know, but we're here. Maybe it's the emotional side. Here to stay. Yeah. I, well, y'all are just so intense. I feel like they leech. Like, they calm down, <laughs> for real. Like, bro, chill, chill. Relax on the Scorpios. <laughs> Relax on the. Scorpios. Scorpios, but I always hear I'm not a typical Scorpio. I hear that, huh? I'm a um, my Pisces. 
We're both Pisces. Right. I'm a Pisces moon. You're and not a typical Scorpio? Yeah. Jared's my, not a typical my Scorpio. My rise, yes, he is. He is? Yes, he is. Yes. What? My ex. <laughs> <laughs> wait, he, wait. Wait, okay. So the only thing I know about Scorpios is y'all are intense as hell. Mm-hmm. Y'all feel heavily. Mm-hmm. Because we're water signs. Jared feels heavily. Mm-hmm. He just don't. Jared's not controlled. Jared don't give a fuck. <laughs> Jared don't give a fuck about nothing. Jared just do whatever's in the moment. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I feel like I identify more with my rising side. What's your rising sign? I'm a Capricorn. You know, the one that I... Oh, I'm telling you, we should do an episode on this. We because will. I want to talk about my personality so bad because people seem to be very confused about the shit. People are very They don't confused. know who you are. We don't know who the fuck We're going to literally do an episode where we talk about... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we're gonna talk about our our sun moon and rising sign yeah and talk about how we that shows that. up in our lives we should do that because people even comment and be like what's they always think we're aquarius but what like does that mean they said because we're insightful i don't know oh i love aquarius is that yeah. i had an aquarius phase okay <laughs> an aquarius phase yeah, is that yeah. a phase my, did it stop one of my long time friends oh. is aquarius hmm. and like i get along very very well. I like how we're just having a conversation here. Yeah. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, <laughs> anyways, let's wrap it up. Uh what was I about to say? You usually do it. <laughs> you do it. Okay. Well, uh that's the end of this episode, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love y'all. Um <laughs> thank you for listening to Fill in the Blank. This is why I should never close this out ever again. <laughs> um follow us on Instagram and YouTube, of course at fill in the blank. Uh Instagram fill in the blank underscore. Uh my handle, because I'm gonna give it now, is oh. at Ayana.amore. Kayla's is as told by dot Kayla. Woo! And that's a wrap, folks. Bye. Peace out. It's all done. <laughs>